Hello and welcome to Building the Online Business with me, Remy Oduyemi. Thank you for joining me again for this podcast. And this week, we are talking all things cancer, changes and connection. Yep, this week uh, I'm playing live here into the podcast, uh, a recording that I did um, just a few days ago in my free Facebook group, The Growing and Glowing Community, where I opened up about what my summer has looked like and some of the big changes that have hit me hard in the last four weeks. Those changes have meant that there are now bigger changes happening within my business and I'm going to be documenting and sharing those changes as I go through them and I'll be sharing them with you for motivation and inspiration and all that good stuff. So I really hope you take a lot out of this week's episode and make sure you subscribe and come back to follow me on this journey. Anyway, that's enough of a bit of a waffle from me for this introduction. So let's go ahead and get into this week's podcast. Hello and welcome. Uh, My name's Remy from Remyo Digital. This is going live, I hope, in the growing and glowing Facebook community, building your business with the magic of connection. That's my group on Facebook. If you are not in there, come and join us. And this is also going to be put out as a podcast. If you're listening on a podcast, hello, hello to you. Um, So I'm just going to quickly check in the group to make sure we have sound. Um, I was testing this in my test group. Oh, yes, we've got sound and I can see myself. Magic. Let me turn that down so that I can see any comments that come in, because sometimes it's a bit hard to see on here. If you are here already, say hello. I can see we've got some viewers here. If you don't want to say hello, just go ahead and pop your favourite colour into the chat box. You're a red, green, blue, yellow, black type of person. Um, But uh, hi, Judith's here. Hello, darling. Um, But do say hello as you come on. we got a lot to go through today. Hi, Louise. Hello, darling. Um, but while we're waiting for people to go join us on for Facebook to actually send out notifications, um, I'm going to start by just kind of doing the frilly stuff first, the frilly stuff before we get to the heavy stuff, because there is some heavy stuff coming. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Not going to lie, it's been an interesting summer. Um, but before we get into it, hi, Erin, darling, how are you? Um, do let me know. Give me a number in, in the chat, actually. How's your summer been on a scale of 1 to 10? 1 being uh, not great and 10 being good. Give me a number in the chat box of um, how your summer has been. I'm going to give myself, while you're writing your number, I'll, what am I going to give myself? I'd give myself... Um, hmm. Uh, I'm gonna give my I'm gonna give myself uh, a floundering six. Hi Phyllis. Erin's got a five. I was I was hovering around a five, Erin. I wasn't sure. Maybe I was being a bit optimistic with the six. But I think overall a six. But it could quite easily slip into a five. Oh wow. F- Judith has uh, a three. Um, Phyllis has a three and Louise has a nine. This is magic. So all we've all, we've all had different, 
different types of summers. Well, um, this summer for me, hi Tess, how are you darling? This summer for me um, really has been a summer of change uh, and so I'm going to talk you through some of the changes, some of the changes that have happened in my world um, and some of the changes that happen into the business. Hi Michelle, how are you my darling? Um, also, I haven't been on here for what feels like forever um so this is kind of me kind of finding my feet again as well um and michelle had a five put a five for her summer magic thank you guys for all commenting it's been a summer of change and my business model is changing and so i wanted to come on and and to discuss my business changes with you um um oh tess says challenging summer she's given herself a five as well um Yes, we're all kind of middle of the roading, except for Louise, who's had a kick-ass summer. Um, we all need to we all need to take some of of uh, Louise's uh, lifestyle. I think. Um, I mean, Louise is full of magic anyway. I love Louise. Um, but anyway, anyway, I'm I'm rambling. I'm just I'm wasting time. See if more people are going to come and and join us. But let's start with the frilly stuff. The frilly stuff is. Um, the first week of summer was pretty good. Me and my daughter did loads of really cool stuff. And then a house that I wanted became available. It was unavailable and then it became available because the person who was going to take it decided they didn't want it. And so I got offered the house that I wanted. My friend had just renovated it top to bottom, brand new, everything. Um, and we didn't like where we were living. So we, we decided to move house. So I gave notice, um, I think the second week of summer holidays, and we had four weeks to get out which meant I had to move all my stuff. So we spent the first two weeks um, packing and decluttering. I hired a decluttering lady. I think I talked to you guys about it because, you know, I'm not a responsible adult when it comes to certain things. And she came and she helped me declutter my life a bit. I still need to do a bit more. Um, but a load. So I got rid of loads of stuff, stuff that I'd been carrying around that had been weighing me down. I got rid of loads of stuff. Um, so we spent the first, like, kind of two weeks after the first two weeks, um, kind of just living in boxes and kind of... Um, I was still, I was still seeing one-to-one -one clients. I was still um, creating content. Uh, I was still, I was still doing all the things and trying to be single mum and uh, and trying to pack up the house. So on the days I did have free, I was decluttering. Uh, and so I basically didn't do anything with my kids pretty much this summer. Um, my friend's daughter is a teenager. She basically uh, became my daughter's nanny, who I paid every day to kind of keep my daughter entertained because I just didn't have the energy, the time, the headspace, anything to really do there because we were moving. Um, hi, Emma Kirkham. Um, Phyllis says, actually, most has been eight. And then the last bit, shite. So now it's a three. Yeah. It's, it kind of feels like my summer, Phyllis. Kind of started as an as an eight or a nine and then rapidly, yeah, declined, which is why I kind of landed at around a six hovering over a five. Emma, how's your summer been on a scale of one to 10? Drop me a number in the chat. Um, so basically I, I, I was, I was, <laughs> I was absent parent, um, but managed to keep her alive for the summer. So that was good. Give my, give myself a pat on the back for that. But anyway, um, and then the second half of the summer, we got the keys early for the new house. So we were moving in like gradually, which wasn't a good idea. I thought it was a good idea. It's not a good idea. Just move it one time. Just do it one time. Don't be smart. But, oh, I'll just move a little bit and a little bit. Cause it's exhausting. And so what happened was I got very ill. I got very ill and I got some weird infection. My ankles swole up, went to the doctors and she said, you need to just stop. And I was like, well, I can't stop. I'm clearing one house. I'm moving into another house. I'm a single mum. Uh, 
and I'm running my business. She was like, you need to stop or you're going to end up in hospital. You're, you're, you're like, she's like, you know, you're, you've got a raging infection. You'd be running on adrenaline. And I had to slow my roll. So I just stopped for two days, which is, if you know me, it's very hard. Two days, I did nothing. Um, and the whole time my brain was, oh my God, I've still got to do this at the old house. Oh my God, I've got all these boxes at the new house. Like just all my clients I had to kind of postpone. And it was just insane. It was just insane. So um, we moved into the house. And then I'd, prior to getting sick, again, I'd said to my friend I'd have her puppy. I don't know why I thought this was a good idea. Who here has ever looked after a puppy or has had a puppy? I swear to God, it is worse. It is worse than having a baby. It was, so I was ill. I was tired and I looked after a puppy for five days um, and it nearly broke me. <laughs> it nearly broke me. It nearly broke me. Anyway, so that was kind of my crazy summer. Um, and I, I do feel a bit of mum guilt. I haven't done anything nice with my daughter. Um, not really. I mean, we've and also we've eaten out a lot because packing up the old house and then moving to lots of takeaways, lots of eating out, lots of pub meals because just too tired to function or, you know, the cutlery was at one house and the pots were at the other house or the spices were at one house and then the freezer food was at the other. Like I couldn't make meals. Right. So, yes, Emma, madness, madness. <laughs> Louise said about the puppy, not brave enough. I'm a vet and I'm a vet. <laughs> Puppies are a lot of bloody work. Uh, and my my daughter convinced me, to, this is a whole other story. My daughter convinced me to buy a puppy. And so we went to buy a puppy. What day are we on? Thursday. We went to buy a puppy on Monday, bank holiday. And as we were driving over, the guy rang and said that the puppy fell off the sofa um, and uh, was injured and was was getting treatment it was a scam right it was a, it was a proper scam uh, and it already sold it um but i nearly bought a puppy like even even though we just had the puppy from hell i was trying i think it was mummy girl and i was trying to please my daughter and be like oh i'll get her a puppy and she'll have it I'm so like the universe saved me on monday the universe saved me i did not get the puppy saved whatever it was 1200 quid on getting this goddamn puppy that I probably didn't really deep down want um but I was trying to just keep my daughter happy anyway so let's let's get to the meat on the bones that was my summer uh yes absolute madness <laughs> but it's all good still got a smile on my face right still still just whatever it is whatever so um all of that happened and then two weeks ago I I had a phone call um so let me just back that up before we get into the meat on the bones, right? What happened, and most of you have probably heard me talk about this, is that uh, for a long time I've had chronic fatigue. Um, I have been unwell. I repeatedly get ill. Um, I think I have, <laughs> Emma says, lucky escape there. <laughs> she still goes on about your bloody dog, Emma. She's in in, um, in love with your dog. It's like, why is Emma not sending me pictures of her dog? Um so I have for I can't even remember how long it's been had this illness and was undergoing tests to find out whether I had fibromyalgia because the doctors didn't know what the hell was wrong with me right I'm presenting with all these system uh, um, symptoms constantly in pain constantly tired um, but when I talk about tired I don't mean um, your regular type of tired um, I, I don't and, it, uh, and it's not even like exhaustion. It's it's something that's deeper than that. It's like um, 
it's I, I don't even know how to explain it it's 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 complicated it's very complicated my my tiredness that I had for a long time and every time I kept going to the doctors and they kept doing my bloods and doing the tests they couldn't find what the hell was wrong with me they're like oh your b12's good your iron's good your magnesium's good they couldn't figure out what it was which was why hi Nicola my darling how are you um drop me a number Nicola how your summer's been and you Emma or did you do it Emma Emma did hers um between one and ten Nicola how's your summer been one being rubbish ten being good give me a number and so my doctors I didn't really know um what was wrong with me and so I kept getting fobbed off oh you might have fibro or you might have this or you might have that um and then I had this lovely young Indian doctor um I want to say a year ago who really helped me when I was really poorly I was having I have these flare-ups where I get really run down um and he looked at some of my bloods and he he noticed something and he saw that one of the numbers in my blood count was was higher than average but not scary and what he said to me is he said Ram, he said he said there's I'm looking at your bloods and this number is high right he said but don't worry it's like it's not scary high it's just higher than it should be and he said when I've looked through all of your years of medical history this number has been consistently high and I just want to send your bloods to go and have somebody have a look at them because and he kept saying don't worry it's fine it's fine don't worry it's fine it's fine uh, I just want somebody to have a look at your numbers um just to um just to see if something's going on here and so then he sent this off probably um three or four months ago now um and so I had a call with a, a blood doctor and they were like yeah we need you to do another set of bloods and blah 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 so I've been doing bloods and bloods and bloods and about two weeks ago I got a call from uh, a, a blood specialist who basically rang to tell me that they have found that I have a very rare form of blood cancer, which, which, as you can imagine, was a little bit of a shock to the system. Hi, Kelly, my darling, how are you? Um, I happen to have something that is quite rare. I mean, don't even ask me to pronounce the names of what the hell this thing is called, uh, because, like, still trying to figure it out myself. Um, and what they said to me is that they would like, because it's rare, it's normally in people who are in their 80s or 90s who get what I've got, that they basically want to study me. They want to kind of make me the poster girl of whatever this thing is that I've got, right? Um, so it was a very, I think only I could have a conversation where somebody rings you up to tell you that you've got cancer and that you... Uh, end up kind of laughing and joking with the doctor down the phone and she's invited me in for coffee and chats and not coffee because I don't really do coffee um, but yes yes Judith oh flipping eck indeed um, so it was it was a bit of a shock um, and I think and, and most of you probably have at some point in your life um had the thought about what would I do if I was told that I got cancer right and I always was just like well <laughs> I would change my life immediately and I would do all of these things blah, 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 blah. Um, and the thing is when you when you get a cancer diagnosis um oh god who's ringing me oh, one of the mums from school no 
Sorry. Sorry. Um, uh, when you get a cancer diagnosis, you can either go one of two ways, I think. You either crumble, you literally crumble and succumb, or you fight, right? Um, and I'm not... I'm not entirely, I'm not, I'm not crumbling. I'm certainly not crumbling um, because it's just not my nature. Um, and I, and I don't also, I don't think I'm in fight mode yet either. Um, I'm, oh, she's persistent, persistent. She's calling again. Oh, I hope it's not my kid. She'll send a message if it is. Um, um, I'm not in fight mode yet, but what I what I am and what I always have been is incredibly resilient, right? Like, so I mean, I haven't. You guys know a bit of my story, but um, my life has had a lot of a lot of hard knocks, as I and I suspect quite a lot of you have had quite a lot of hard knocks in your own lives, right? In your own journey, um, and but I've always been quite resilient in that. When I get knocked down, I get the fuck back. Up. I just always have. I have this inner strength, this inner ability to just ride the fucking wave, right? Whatever you throw at me, I will ride it. I will hang the fuck on and I will ride it. And I feel like that's where I am right now. I'm also in a place yet where I don't fully understand yet what this means. Um, but what I do know, and what she did say to me is that, um, I'll come to yours in a minute, Kelly, your comment. I, what I, what, what she did tell me was that, um, what I have isn't life shortening, right? So there isn't no, oh shit, you've got six months or six years, right? It's something I can live with, but it is life changing and it is life altering. And also if it gets worse, which, which it can get worse, right? My, my bloods can get worse and I can make it worse if I don't start to bring changes and make changes right now, which I am going to be making and which I'm going to start to tell you about in just a moment, right? Um, so I'm blessed in one sense that like, it's not going to shorten my life. So that, that immediately for me, um, well, I should say it's not going to shorten my life now because of where my numbers are right now if they get worse then yeah of course it will it will have a massive impact but I can reverse where the numbers are by doing work for myself um so immediately my my thoughts of worry were shit my daughter's already lost her dad through suicide um of course my daughter was around me when I got this call and the news and I was sharing it with our friends so she heard the cancel word immediately got scared and assumed mummy was going to die so we've had to have quite a lots of talks and chats about what mummy has and what it means and the different types of cancers that are out there um she's cool she's a little rock star she she gets it um but she also understands that mummy does need to make some changes so um i'm gonna get to the changes in a minute but i want to read some of your comments um hold on uh judith says they'll love working with you honestly the doctor who called me and again it's just my luck the doc the universe sent me like the coolest doctor on the planet who she was all and it's a bit bad to say this when i think about it but she was literally giddy excited telling me because it's so rare and because um she's a blood doctor this is what she works on all day like it's it's super rare for her to find someone with something that hardly many people have. I can't remember what she said, if it was one in one million or one in 10 million people have this thing, um, but it's it's incredibly rare. 
so she was giddy she was just like oh my god I can't wait to meet you like you know so um I, I feel really blessed that the doctor is cool and uh, and she's taking me under a wing and I know that I'm being monitored and I know that if it gets worse they will pick up on it because they are all over it so I feel kind of lucky in that sense um that I'm not just going to get lost in the system you know um let's have a little look so um Oh, Phyllis says, wow, hun, resilience girl, you have it by the bucketful. I do. I do indeed. Thank you, Phyllis. Um, Judith says, a lot to take on and figure out. It is, and I'm learning every day. I've got an appointment with oncology in, I think, three weeks' time um, to meet this doctor and, and actually figure out what this means, all, all the things. She's given me some websites to go and read and start learning about it. Um, she told me not to Google it because, you know, of course I Googled it because we're idiots why do we why do we google symptoms and things um kelly said i crumbled for two weeks oh bless you oh bless you kelly and then pulled myself together fight mode came a little later oh bless you darling <coughs> excuse me yeah cancer affects people differently right and um I don't know if it's because I've been on my own for so long, you know, even childhood, you know, I was in care. Um, so I always felt alone, even though I was living with other people's families and foster families, I was always alone. And then I had my own place and I lived on my own and any boyfriends or partners I had, they, you know, they'd move in with me. I wouldn't move in with them. And then they would go. And then again, you know, being with my daughter, um, obviously her dad passing. So the last sort of seven, eight, oh, she's eight next month, eight years of being on my own. So being on my own has kind of built this resilience that I have to fight things. Um, so yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Judith says you're amazing human and your take on life. Thank you. Ah, Judith says sounds similar to what her brother has. Oh, I'd love to chat to you some more about that, Judith, and find out what he has. I've got it written down somewhere what I've been diagnosed with. It's all a bit weird, um, but there we go. But yeah, I'd love to know more. Oh, Nicola talking about my daughter. She said she's magnificent like her mum. Thank you, Nicola. She keeps asking when we're coming back to your farm, by the way. So we might be visiting you for October half term if you're around. <laughs> um, oh, Erin says, I'm rubbish knowing what to say in these situations, but love you and Coco Remy. Oh, thank you, Erin. You are a sweetheart. It's, there's not much to say, really. And the honest truth is, right, I don't have to share this. In fact, I haven't shared this publicly. Um, I, I wanted to share it because, um, A, it's, it's, it's my story to share if I want to, and I want to. Um, and B, uh, my business model is now changing because of it. And I wanted to talk through that because... I think in that, in what is changing, I think there are lessons that can be learned and people can pull stuff from that if they want to and use that to motivate themselves, not just because of the diagnosis, but how I am changing my business model and what I'm evolving into. And I think, I think, um, I think that'd be really, I think it's a useful journey. And I'm also going to document it because I'm Remy and I document fucking everything. So I'm documenting this journey that I'm now on. And the new journey that's coming as well. Let me just add that down because I forgot to write that to my little list. Um... <laughs> yeah. Erin says, you're a diamond. Where you... Oh, shit, it's moved. Where's it gone? Erin says, you're a diamond. Where's it gone? Even in this plot twist. <laughs> 
Phyllis says, oh my gosh, I tell my patients that all the time, not to Google. And they always Google it, for sure. We always do. <laughs> Judith says, incredible, but don't try and do it all on your own. Oh, Judith, you are absolutely right. Um, yes, Erin, a book. A book. Um, yeah, a book is kind of, a book is on the plan. I'm, I'm coming to the plan. It's, it's, it's there. Um um, so, Judith, I sent out an email yesterday because one of the changes that's coming up is that um, you're you was on the list. So you probably got it. Um, one of the one of the one of the changes is that I've decided because I need to put my my health at the center of my business. Right. I need to eat better I need to fix my nutrition. I need to exercise. I need to meditate. I need to make drastic changes. These are things that I was doing in little bits. Now it needs to be my focal attention. Um, but because I've been so busy, I've been so busy with consultations, one-to-one coachings, running my programs, running my memberships, creating courses, creating workshops. I've been so busy and in flow that what happened was those things, those self-care areas, the, and it's actually it's deeper than self-care really, it's self-transformation, it's, it's um, self-help. Those areas of my life really took a solid back seat. You know, eating healthily uh, became a challenge because I was so busy. I'd wake up and literally, you guys saw me, I used to come in here and block out my day for you and walk you through my day that, you know, from the minute I dropped my daughter off to the minute I picked my kid up, I was busy. So grabbing snacks and, and crap food on the go became easy and in order for me to help my diagnosis and to make my diagnosis better I have to (laughs) I have to change what I am putting into my body I have to move more I have to exercise more I have to create more time to do those things to create nutritious vegan style I'm gonna have to go as vegan as I can um style foods plant-based foods um because I am overweight, I am unhealthy, I don't move enough, and I, I'd love to meditate more, I'd love to, you know, getting your mind right is so powerful, and I don't give myself that time to do it, yes, I could wake up an hour earlier, and still then cram my day full, but that energetically is not serving me anymore, And so getting this diagnosis made me decide that I was going to end um, both of my memberships um, just because of the energetic drain. Not that I don't love running the seven pound tech club, not that I don't love running Yellow Brick Road, but just the amount of energy and time that it was consuming from my 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 every day. Just it had to it had to be put to one side. And I know that there are lots of people in this who are here live now watching and who watch this on replay who will think that is crazy, that that is um, a revenue income that I am switching off. I am cutting that off um, to preserve my health, to put my health first. I know that there are people here who are growing their businesses, trying to get their business to a position where mine is. And I was talking to Lisa Barry about this the other day, and I know it sounds fucking nuts that I have you know nearly four figures a month coming in off of these two memberships that I am switching off and going nope off you go (laughs) off you go which is nuts right but from that from me doing that from me eliminating that part of my business 
gives me the space to not just physically and mentally grow, but to also actually transform my business into something bigger, better, stronger, more efficient than what it currently is. Because right now I'm doing all the things. I am, I'm doing one-to-ones. I'm doing um, small group coaching. I'm doing co-working calls. I'm creating content. I am, um, uh, I'm running workshops. I'm doing so many different things that the bigger picture of my business kind of got a bit lost. I was kind of doing all the things I thought I should be doing. Um, and I kind of lost my why and my purpose a little bit, even though I was still serving and you know making money, which is what I wanted to do. I think my real purpose got a bit lost. And so by being able to stop this corner of my business, the membership side of things, it gives me the space to actually sit down and plot what I really want, which I now know what it is I am I'm going to be doing for I mean, maybe three or four months time. Um, I'm not going to go into it too much today um, because it's still the idea is still being molded. But it's going to be one thing rather than doing four, five, six different things. um, It's going to be one thing. And it's going to be one thing that I roll out perhaps two or three times a year when I feel healthy enough to do it, when I want to do it. The other thing that's changing about my um, marketing of my business um, is that I'm now going to be doing a lot more speech-based or chat-based marketing. So you will find me more over on Clubhouse. You will see me doing more podcasts because those are things that when I have a flare-up, when I have no energy, when I can't roll out of bed, I can still pick up my phone and I can speak into my phone, right? So versus having to commit to co-working calls or delivering training videos and all of these things, actually chat marketing really fits into my current lifestyle in that um, I can just do it on the phone, I can do it on the go, I can do it in the car, I can do it on the toilet if I wanted to. It just, um, it just makes it easier for me rather than having to sit at a desk or at a computer, which um, triggers lots of things in my body. My body doesn't like sitting at a desk, I've learned that. Um, So, that's the evolution for me is that there will be much more content coming out that will be chat based which will be um speech based um because because it just fits into my life better there will probably be lots of annoying um social posts of me at the gym because i need to get back in the gym um there'll be lots more annoying instagram pictures of healthy you know plant-based foods that i'm going to be cooking because i need to change my diet And all of that fuels me, oh, Judith says loves chat marketing, um, fuels me to A, be a better mum, because I've been a grumpy old soul with my daughter, just because I'm constantly tired, I'm constantly ill, I'm constantly in pain. And I think fueling my body will help with all of that. Fueling my mind will help with all of that. Um, I've discovered new therapies. Um, Nicola on here recommended um, the cranial sacral uh, therapy um, and I've started Bowen um, therapy um, which is just magic if you've never had any of those um, go in and google those they are just I mean I think Bowen's a little bit woo woo but <laughs> kind of works it's the most gentle therapy I've ever had but just makes me feel amazing so I'm I'm really doing a lot more of these um 
I suppose strategic, strategic changes to evolve my business into doing one thing and doing one thing really well. Um, and so that's what's coming. And I'm really excited about what's coming because it feels more in alignment with me than trying to do all the all the things. And the one thing that is coming uh, and I don't know if it's I don't know whether it's a program, an academy, a school. I haven't figured out my 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 verbiage on what I'm going to call this thing. Um, but it, it what it does is it pulls together all of the things. You get the best elements that were in the yellow brick road in there. You get the best elements of the tech club in there. And you get the best of me, my business experience of 20 plus years of running offline and online businesses. The whole package is going to be put together into one thing, one deliverable that I can deliver when I'm well, right? When, when I am able to show up. Um, and my worry about continuing with the things like the membership is that I don't want to let people down. I don't want to promise people that you're going to get content and then not be able to deliver because I'm ill, because I've had a flare up, because I've got no energy. So in order to not disappoint people, I am cutting off this um, this area of my business um, so that I can actually serve better when I'm well in a format that works for me and my lifestyle. Um, oh, Phyllis. Yes, Phyllis she says, as you know, I'm an osteopath uh, and I teach cranial and functional and I love it. I've not yet had cranial. Nicola um, Riki here, I um, I spent some time at her farm and she talked to me about what it's like and I, I can't wait. I can't wait to do it. I'm going to wait till I kind of end my bow in before. I don't want to mix up all the therapies and then I'm going to try cranial um phyllis do you do actual cranial because next time i'm down in london maybe i can come and have a session with you um louise says i hardly ever sit at a desk go live or do or do zoom and i'm still doing okay there you go yep and louise says the switch to putting yourself at the center of your business will help and the other stuff will follow yes it will and um it's really weird because i I felt bad about saying to people that like, I need to stop doing this. Um, and then I kind of had to slap myself around the face. But like, actually, no, Remy, you need to put yourself first. Um, because for a long time, I've obviously put my daughter first. Um, and then I put my clients first. I put my friends first. I put some family, not all family, because most of my family are buttholes um but you know put other people first and for a long time I've really neglected that you know I look in the mirror and I don't recognize this face this chubby face I don't recognize the body I see um I uh, yes of course I've got older but I have neglected myself um and I'm not saying this is the cause of my cancer diagnosis I think it's big you know this has been for a long time I've I mean, I'm, talk I'm talking back to my teenage years, the, the fatigue I've had, but um, perhaps I could have helped it. So now I am. I'm actively um, making some changes. Erin says, I did this. I did that this week when I changed the timing of one of my groups. It's scary, but necessary for me. Absolutely. It is scary. And it's, <laughs> and it's also really scary, like letting go of memberships that bring in recurring revenue you know we're all taught to go make recurring revenue and have all these different streams of income and yes that's great but not when it's at the detriment of your health um and so I it is scary like <laughs> that 
I think like the last two years of what I've built has been to grow this recurring revenue and then to switch that off is like, are you crazy? But I'm not crazy. And do you know why? I tell you why I'm not crazy is because, hi, Katrin, how are you? I tell you why I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy because, because I know by stopping, it's, you know, you close one door and you open another door, right? But I know by stopping what I'm stopping, it's going to give me so much headspace, freedom, and allow that creativity to grow and be brave to do this next thing, which is, by the way, a huge, it's a huge thing I'm creating. Huge, huge, but also really exciting. Um, and, and that really drives me, that excitement. I want that excitement in my life again. Um, Emma says, thank you for sharing because it's such a valuable reminder for us all and it's really hitting home. Thank you. Oh, Emma, you're very welcome. And Louise says, I'm not crazy at all. I love you, Louise. Thank you. Um, and then the other thing, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to wrap because I'm just, I've been going on for a while. The other thing, um, so the business model is changing, simplifying. This group is going to continue because I love this group. Um, People from Clubhouse uh, are finding this group. I need to let some people in now. Um, I am launching my own Clubhouse group. I will share that with you when that goes live. So do join me on Clubhouse. Um, not sure of my frequency yet. Again, dependent on health. Um, but I really love Clubhouse and I love the leads that I get from there. Now, Clubhouse, my Clubhouse journey is a bit of a weird one in that, um, for those of you who don't know, I'm also um, starting a property uh, investing business as well. So that's the other wing of things, um, which by the way, for those of you thinking, oh God, she's taken on more again. It's not that at all. I'm currently in training as it were. I'm in training. I'm being trained up um, by a property investor um, and I'm going to start um, buying properties to rent and to let out and all of that stuff. And what that does is it generates an income, another income into my world into my business right so yes I'm letting go of one side of my business where um quite a lot of monthly money coming in but creating another stream of wealth that comes in that allows me to be quite hands-off and again I'm building the business the property side so that someone else manages it I'm not managing it like I'll find the property I'll put down the deposits you know I'll get the mortgage but someone else is going to run that and then that monthly revenue comes in. So that's the other wing of what I have going on um, behind the scenes. Yeah, come over to Clubhouse. Um, Emma, yeah, I struggled at first, Emma. Um, I'm now um, a moderator on a, a property investors group, a property 101 group, um, and I love it. And they feel like family. And so what I want to, I've got a club. It's called the Online Business Universe. So find that if you can, or just search for um, my name, Remy Oduyemi, on there and, and follow me. And what I want to create with, um, what I want to create with my my club over there is where we just talk about online business, where we have chats a bit like this, but where you actually can talk rather than me just reading out your comments um, and um, for it to be really friendly and welcoming. And the fact that you know me, obviously, you know that it will be welcoming and just having chats. And Emma, you're great at talking. I love listening to you talk. I can listen to you talk all bloody day. I've told you before when I grow up, I'm like, I want to be like Emma Kirkham. Um, <laughs> so you'd be great on Clubhouse, Emma. But um, yeah, if you are not on Clubhouse, come and come and find me over there, Remy or Duyemi, or look for the online business universe. I literally created the group 
of the club, sorry, um, I think three days ago. So there's only a handful of people in there right now, but um, it will grow. It will grow. Um, and then the other thing about Clubhouse, which I love, is that, um, again, it's chat marketing, right? But from that, there's so much repurposing that can be used, whether it's Otter, whether it's transcripts, whether it's um, um, turning it into blogs or turning it into taking pieces out of it and turning it into content. There's so much that can come from it. So that's going to be my main marketing strategy moving forward because it fits in with my lifestyle, which needs to be a lot more lazy as as Louise does um, lazy homes and lazy life. I'm trying to make my life a lot more lazy. Um, So yeah, the property side of things is coming on board as well. So winding down certain areas of the business. This group is going to continue. This group will always be here. I will always be funneling people to come and join here. Um, I'm probably not going to be doing as many um, trainings for at least the next three to four months because I'm I'm creating the next big thing. Um, I shouldn't call it a big thing because it's not a big thing. It's just the next thing. Um, the next evolution of this business. I'm creating that over the next three months. And yes, Erin, um, I, the, the word book is in there. I I um I don't know if if I will actually start the book um in this next quarter because this next quarter is solely focused on creating the thing the thing um so that come you know whether it's January or February when I launch you know that that that's ready to go. Um, in its entirety, um, because I'm so solid on this that it, it needs to be created. It's not one of those things where you just do the first module and then build it as you go. This is something that actually is going to last. Um, so I'm, that's what I'm doing for the next three months. And then the book, Erin, the book. But I'm also going to be documenting. So this is why the podcast is really important. So I'm documenting my cancer journey. I'm documenting my property investing journey. Um, and I am, and I'm documenting the evolution of the growth of this business that I've grown, my my digital and coaching consultancy business um uh, uh, kelly says excited for the thing (laughs) indeed i'm really excited um rebecca said i've never ventured into clubhouse i will have to come and find you lovely ladies yes do rebecca come on over um yeah and erin and erin says it's recording it anyway the lessons stories and learnings yes absolutely um but there certainly is a book eventually um but that's what's been going on. That's what's happening. This group is going to carry on. Um, I I will be more present now. We are in the new house, as you can see. Still lots of clutter around me. I'm trying to sort the house out. My daughter's gone back to school today, probably like a lot of you guys. So I'm going to spend some time um, doing some stuff around the house. Um, and, oh, I lost my train of thought. It literally, I literally felt it as it just vacated my brain. I literally saw the tail end of the thought just, like, go out the door there. Anyway, um, this group will carry on. Um, I will um, continue to put lots of engaging stuff in here. I'm going to do some more networking stuff in here. I'm not going to create another networking group. 
again why why do we need to add more to the life um that we're already trying to simplify but this group will continue to grow there'll be lots more engagement from me in here because um because this is one of my favorite places on the internet and i love all of you guys and i love that you guys have all shown up to listen to me waffle on uh, for 42 minutes and um, this is also again in the podcast um I'll drop links to the podcast as well in the group so you guys can go and follow that. But there will be a lot more podcasting from me because that also drives people into my world so that they can learn about the thing. Um, and um, and then Clubhouse, that will be my social marketing stuff that I will be doing. Um, so there we go. Let's see if I missed any comments on here. Um Phyllis says, oh, found you on Clubhouse. Lost my love for it a bit. I have a club, but not really been in there much. Will attempt more now. Yeah, do. And I will post in here every time I'm going to go live. I will share in here anyway, so you guys can come over. Nicola says, love you too so much. I love you, Nicola. I said Nicola Rika earlier. I meant Nicola Classes. Forgive me. Sorry. I said your name. Oh, just the brain. The brain. Um... But I tell you what, though, having this cancer diagnosis has really explained a lot of, because I asked the doctor straight away, I was like, Does this, is this why I'm this? And is this why I'm that? And she's like, well, yeah, that's, those are, you know, the symptoms of this cancer. But it has explained my, my chronic fatigue um, that no other doctor could, you know, nail down and say what it was. Um, it's made sense about my bruising, my blood clots that I've had before, my swollen legs, um, the fact that I have pain in my legs constantly. Um, it's explained a lot of that. And sometimes there's peace in that, right? You know, getting getting an answer to, like, you know something's wrong with you, but everyone's telling you there's nothing wrong with you. So having this diagnosis has really helped explain some of those things for me um but as also yeah it is such a release to, relief to have answers um but also has given me that kick up the ass to do the things that i want to do um because it's like you know if somebody was to say to you you've got three months left to live or six months left to live you instantly start thinking about all the things you want to do and how you're going to live at every, you know, second minute hour of the day and how you're going to just enjoy every last breath that you have. And Erin says like coming out from being gaslighted. Yep. And so it's, yeah, it's, it's been a real wake up call. Um, a scary one, but also one I'm kind of grateful for, which is, which sounds really weird. It kind of, I was on a clubhouse room yesterday in the winner's club. And one of, I, I was talking about, about this diagnosis. And one of the guys said to me, would you have made these changes if you hadn't have had this diagnosis? Which was a brilliant question. And I thought about it and I said, the truth is, I think I knew I wanted to make the changes, but I was so busy being busy. I was so busy doing, serving, helping that what I did was I suppressed what was already there. 
So having the diagnosis just kind of almost took the blinkers off and just went, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? You know, do the thing that you want to do. The thing that's been there, it's been there from the beginning. But I also think that I've needed to take this journey. I've needed to spend these two years coaching, consulting, building we- building websites, building people's memberships, building people's courses. I've needed that journey. I've needed to experience that in order to allow me to now go and do the thing that I had actually dreamed about doing a long time ago, but it just got suppressed. It just got suppressed and suppressed. And now it's like this diagnosis has kind of just given me the permission to go, fuck it, Rem, just do it. Just do it. Because, and actually, if I tried to do what I want to do now, if I tried to do that two years ago, I wouldn't have had the knowledge and experience to put into it what I can now. Louise says, not weird at all. My diagnosis kicked my ass into living my best life. Yes, 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 yes. Lots of period, lots of people experience this with the pandemic, but the effect is fading. Yeah. And that's that's part of my worry, Louise, is that like I was like, shit, you know, it, because there's no like time limit on mine. It's not like, oh, you've got a year to live. Like I was like, is this gonna fade? But actually, the changes that I am making are lifelong changes um, to my to my health, my exercises, to, you know, doing less, like genuinely doing less and spending more time with my daughter and 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 doing more fun things for me. Just fun things for me that light me up, which I've not done because I've been too busy doing doing, 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 serving, 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 and not taking care of me. And so now it changes, like it changes big time. My whole business model now has to fit in around me and my health. And I don't have to make apologies for being ill or feeling shit or not showing up and letting people down. My business model will now fit into, will fit in and around me and what's important. So, um, and I don't think it's going to, I don't think it's going to fade because it's kind of like, I feel like there's this little thing that's kind of hovering. That's like, if I slip and, you know, if I don't, well, I'm trying to take control of my health now, lose some weight, get fit, get those blood counts to start coming down. If they go up, the, the, the deterrent for me is I don't want to be put on cancer medications. I don't want to have to have chemo. I don't want to have to be put on any cancer meds, right? That's my buffer. So the minute shit starts going the wrong way, that's that's when the refocus will come in. Um, and so it's kind of hanging over my head. But I, in a weird way, I kind of like having it hanging over my head. That, for me, keeps me on my game, which I know is probably going to sound weird to some people. Um, but it is what it is. And that's my truth. It's my journey. And, it, yeah, it just is what it is. And so there we are. That's that's the life updates. <laughs> that's the life updates, guys. Uh, um yeah, a bit of a heavy one today. Um, but I hope you've enjoyed listening to this update and you understand why things are changing. And um, this group will continue. 
and I'm going to continue to show up in here and share my magic and my energy with you and continue to uplift you guys and to continue supporting you in your business journey whatever that may be and if you found some inspiration in this today or some ideas in this today then take it man just take it and run with it and and think about what you're doing and your why and your purpose and are you really fulfilling like you know life fulfilling your dreams and doing all the things that you want to be doing and if not you know maybe start thinking about changing that and if you are, then give yourself a pat on the bloody back and continue enjoying life, you know. Um, Judith says, human motivation is a weird one. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but I'm also a bit of a weird person, Judith. So, um, like, but again, I am, a, you know, I come from a competitive basketball background I'm a professional player and motivation for me you know there were some people when the coach would say you know go and coach the the new players would get excited by that because they're like oh you know I'll use my skills to show these new people what to do my motivation came from going the other way which was actually those guys that are way better than me let me go and play with them because they're going to kick my ass and in that ass kicking is where I'm going to learn and I'm going to grow. Um, but motivation, right? It's, it's horses for courses. Some people get motivated by, well, I'm in charge and I'm going to show you all the things that I know to people who don't know anything. And other people get motivated by literally getting their ass handed to them. <laughs> because in that ass whooping, you learn the moves, you learn the strategies and you become better. So um I'm I'm a I'm a bit weird. I'm a bit weird, Judith. I'm not gonna lie. Louise says, um oh, where is it? Tiny Habits is a great book for making changes. I've heard about Tiny Habits. I haven't got that one. I'll go and get that, Louise. Thank you. Um oh Lisa. Lisa says, found out today that one of my friends has got terminal cancer. Oh, I'm sorry, darling. And it's really shaken her. Life really is too fucking short. I agree. Oh, I'm really sorry, Lisa. Um, yeah. Right. Let's wrap. I'm gonna give you a call, Lisa. Actually, when I hang up from here, if you if you're up for it. Um, thank you for listening to me. I love you all immensely. Um, like truly, truly, truly do. And those of you that answered my email yesterday, uh, you made me cry. <laughs> Just gonna, not gonna lie. I haven't cried since I had this diagnosis, and I cried yesterday because you guys sent me some of the most amazing fucking messages of support, and you sent me links of places where I can get support with this diagnosis. Oh, I'm tearing up now. I don't want to tear up. Um, so thank you. I haven't gone public um, on my private page, um, but I felt like I wanted to share this with you guys and say thank you thank you all for being just wonderful and supportive and kind and understanding and um yeah the journey will continue right so we just got to keep doing our best so um thank you all i love you all and um let's talk soon eh take care everyone have a smashing day lots of love bye
And there we go. That is the end of the podcast. And I really want to thank you for taking the time to listen to the podcast this week, for being here in in my world and supporting all that is going on around the growing and the glowing Facebook community and what's going on with Remio Digital. I appreciate and love you. So thank you so much for being here and being present. If you haven't already, please, please, please do go and click subscribe wherever you're listening to this on your favourite podcast platform. Please do subscribe to this podcast. Um, And if you're feeling super generous, please do go ahead and share this podcast because I really want to make an impact and reach as many people as I can, whether it's small business owners, whether it's um, people who are just like you and I who are on this journey of this thing that we call life, um, who want to be a part of this. So go ahead and share this with someone who you think or feel may get a lot out of this podcast. And before I go, um, if you'd like to be more in my world on a daily basis, please do come and join me in my free Facebook group. If you go to facebook.com forward slash groups, forward slash connection is everything that's all one word connection is everything and you can come and hang out and be a part of this amazing community that I have fostered nurtured and is growing every day but until then I will be back very soon with another podcast um you know discussing all things online business online business universe and I hope you'll come back and listen to the next episode Until then, stay safe, stay well, keep it real and keep it profitable.